You're listening to The Soul's Way Podcast. This is your host, Emily Ann Brandt. I'm an author, a speaker, a mentor, and I help individuals align with their soul and create the ripple effect that they came here to create. Are you ready to manifest your best life the soul's way? If so, you're in the right place and you're definitely here for a reason. Let's dive in. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Soul's Way podcast. So excited to have you here today. It's an exciting day because I got to sit down with my friend Anna, who is a sacred feminine mentor, guiding sovereign women to their power, pleasure, and liberation through womb awakening and ancestral temple practices. And that is absolutely as magical as it sounds. You'll get to hear more about it in this episode. And we are here today to talk to you about decolonizing wealth and success, something that Anna has been so supportive of my work around since I started, you know, a few months ago talking about this and getting it out there into the world. So Since recording this episode, I can also confirm that there is going to be an exciting collaboration coming between myself and Anna, so stay tuned for that. And if you haven't got your tickets yet for Reclamation and you are Black, Indigenous, or a woman of color, and you are ready to reclaim your birthright to live a rich, thriving life, to create a lot of wealth and success for yourself, then I want to have you in the Reclamation Masterclass, which is happening May 4th. So if you're listening to this after May 4th, you can DM me about getting access to the replay, or you can check out my brand new program that is coming all around this topic, and the Masterclass would be included with that. There is so much here to heal, to rise up above, and to reclaim. So let's get into it, starting with this amazing episode that we have for you. Enjoy. Hello, Anna. Welcome to the Soul's Way podcast. Thank you so much for being here today. Hello, Emily. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for having me here. And I'm so, so excited to dive into today's conversation. So excited. So can we kick things off just by you telling us, telling everyone a little bit more about who you are and what it is that you do? Yes, of course. So um, my name is Ana Gazol. I'm originally from Barcelona. I'm a former scientist and I left my career. I left everything because I was following my heart's passion. And uh, I started to go into spirituality and then I finally connected to my true purpose. And my true purpose is helping women to reclaim their sensuality, their power and their voices through a journey of like connecting to their cycles, connecting through their uh, senses, through their pleasure and slaying the shame that comes with it. And so basically I'm what I call myself is I'm a sacred feminine coach. So I work towards the rise of the feminine in a way that it is harmonious for all beings. So that's me. Uh, that's amazing. I love that you've gone from scientist to like feminine power, sensuality, <laughs> priestess <laughs> magic. So cool. I know, right? <laughs> can we actually, I didn't, I didn't include this in our questions, but can we actually unpack that a little bit more? Because I feel like that's just really interesting. How did, can you just talk a little bit about the journey from scientist to the work you're doing now what was that like oh my god yes I love sharing that uh that was like a whole 
You know, it was not easy because I had invested so much time, so many resources. And, you know, mm -hmm. like I, I started studying you know, at the University of Barcelona, Autonomous University of Barcelona. I studied biotechnology. So it was all about the aspects of cellular biology and engineering and genetic engineering. And <clears throat> it was amazing. And I loved the science behind it. And yet I started to do internships. I, I did my master's in Amsterdam. So I went abroad and I had this journey already of like, you know, traveling and, and seeing different cultures. And there was something that was not clicking inside of me. And there was something that was missing. And I was working with cells in a lab. So I, I barely had any contact with, you know, humans in the sense of like my work could not be translated into like something very tangible for me mm -hmm. and eventually that led me to take uh, I was burned out and take a, a gap year one-way ticket to India it turned into four years I was meant wow. to do a PhD <laughs> I had a year and a half into a, my own project as a research assistant and I was working at the university hospital and I was like there's no way I come, I'm coming back to do my PhD mm -hmm. after I, I was in India for six months and kept traveling through Bali, Australia. Then I went to Canada, the US, and it was like a whole journey. And it was like, no, nope. um, I thought I was going to be a yoga teacher because that's what I loved about spirituality and, you know, bridging science and spirituality and the metaphysics. But yeah, something was in store for me and it was this journey of the sacred feminine that, you know, I started to implement in my own journey. And then I started to see how I was so passionate. I wanted to share it with all my friends. And sometimes I would catch myself like, oh my God, am I really imposing all of these to other people? Why am I talking so passionately about it when people don't really want to listen to it? And I no, it's not that they didn't want to, but it, I, I noticed myself that I was free coaching a lot. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, I, you, you know, when you're so passionate about something and it's like, OK, mm -hmm. maybe they haven't asked for my opinion, but maybe someone wants to <laughs> to yes. to be in that. So that's how it also uh, came about. And um, yeah, that's me. And now I'm, I lead clients through yes. journeys of empowerment and uh, finding the sacred union in their relationships and in their sexuality and everything. It's super beautiful yeah. and amazing. <laughs> so cool. What a journey. Thank you for sharing. I know I threw, that, <laughs> I threw that question at you last minute. Yes. But um, yeah, now you're doing all of this amazing work. You have this incredible business empowering women. And, you know, we're here today to talk. You agreed to talk to me on this topic of like decolonizing wealth and success and normalizing it for Black, Indigenous, women of color, Latinas, Latinx, all of our BIPOC friends. And I'm curious, you know, you being a, a Catalan, Catalonian? woman yes. Catalan yeah Catalan woman yeah, from in, yeah. <laughs> yeah go you can explain that actually but I also wanted to know yes. how because I know we wanted to unpack that a little bit more how has that impacted your relationship with wealth and with success in your business thank you I love this conversation and I love the work that you're doing for bringing these you know topics into light yeah. because thank you yeah, when when we are brought up in a society, in a culture, there is limitations and there is things that we believe that they are normal because we are in that 
you know, environment. World. And the yeah. moment, yeah. And the moment that we leave that environment and we peek into different possibilities, you realize that there's a wall there that can be explored, but you thought that it was never possible because no one around you had that, right? And mm -hmm. I'm sure um, you can relate in your own journey. And, and in my own journey, I would love to share that um, one of the reasons why I left when I was I finished my university, it was because uh, in Spain, so I, I am originally from Spain, and part of my family from my father is from the south and the north of Spain. And from my mother, um, everyone is Catalan. So from the region of Catalonia. Mm. And there's a lot of historical um, movements in regards to independence for Catalonia. And there's a lot of like history in before the Second World War from 1936 to 1939, there was a civil war here in Spain and we had a fascist uh, dictatorship and Catalan was forbidden to be spoken in schools. Like my mom could not mm. speak Catalan and there was a lot of like culture, um, so to say like uh, a lot of like punishment if you were to express that mm -hmm. culture. So. I come from a background where there is a lot of division in our society here. There is, uh, you can see that there is, yeah. if you speak Catalan or Spanish, you know, you're gonna get a different reaction. Either one side, they, they won't want to answer you in Spanish or they won't want to answer you in Catalan. And there's a lot of division that happens. And mm. in here, there is also a lot of like scarcity mindset because the dictatorship, like when I was born, it, it had only been like 20 years since right. the dictatorship had finished. So I feel like my generation is also still, you know, uh, feeling the aftermath of these differences. Yeah, totally. Thank yeah. you so much for sharing that. I mean, it's interesting because we all have such different stories, obviously being from all different cultures and all different places in the world, which is why I wanted to start bringing on different people with different backgrounds and stories, um, because I can only speak from my experience, but there are so many common threads that we share, um, even just hearing your story, like for me, that almost that internal conflict that can happen too, because mom's lineage is from this people and dad's lineage is from these people and they didn't like each other I have that exact same <laughs> scenario as well yes. um and my dad like not knowing his own native language because it was forbidden and people were beaten for speaking it and it's yeah it's the same thing Chills. and now it's this yeah now it's this act of trying to reclaim the language and relearn it because that's our right to do so and to bring it back and to save it but yeah so I really related to a lot of your story and it does it impacts it impacts everything but especially your ability to thrive and succeed and because all of that comes down to identity and self-worth and these things are are dictated to you when you are from a certain background so yeah, yeah. thank you wow. for sharing that thank you <laughs> and what <laughs> would you say has because obviously you're doing well um, you know, I'm highlighting you because you have this amazing business. You're so incredible and you're going to be such an inspiration mm. for, you know, for Spanish women and for women everywhere. Um, so what are some things, and I'm sure it's a work in progress. I know it is for me, but what are some things that are helping you to kind of overcome, you know, the unique challenges that you've faced 
Yeah, thank thank you for also sharing your your story with with me, with us, with the audience. I feel like the parallelisms of what we're mm -hmm. going through is is yeah, we're doing uh, what I do believe we're reconciling within our yes. blood. We're reconciling these timelines of these past hurts and and this scarcity and and in in my own experience um, now as an entrepreneur uh, as a woman in business and now thriving and building this amazing successful business and everything it is all possibility now but it is only possibility because now in my mind i see it as a possibility mm -hmm. but for many years i i thought like you know i had to earn the average and actually here the salaries in spain for instance um yeah they're really low uh, I mean, it. everything is relative. If you compare right. it with uh, Mexico, for instance, it's not low, right? But right. Uh, in Europe is one of the South European countries that we are, uh, the, the, the salary is not very like much at all. And actually I was born as an only child with a single mom. So I was also raised in this, you know, system of like my mom had to have like three jobs and she was nursing and then taking mm. care and then cleaning and she was doing so many different, you know, jobs uh, because it was not enough her one salary for, you know, doing life basically. Wow. And after I finished university, I I wanted to, you know, maybe do a master's degree and all the master's degree here, they were pretty expensive. And I, I found that and I had a really good grades and I was an, an, an honors student. So I had all of like what you could say, oh, my God, like, you know, the government could reward you. But there was not that in place here. And mm -hmm. I actually uh, went to Amsterdam because in there, there was a lot more, uh, yeah, like possibilities. And I was awarded a scholarship and I was paid. My master's was paid for me. I had pocket money as well. So it was really insane. Like mm -hmm. I, I, that was the first time I really see, saw the possibilities of yeah. a country that was wealthier than than Spain, for instance. And you know, the salaries there were so much better. And uh, just to give you an example, for instance, like a PhD student in in Spain is earning thousand euros, thousand euros, thousand to 200. That's around like 1,200 US dollars, 1,300 tops after you've gone through the journey of like studying everything at uni. And, uh, and I'm talking about someone that has had the privilege, right, to go to university this and to study all of this. Yes, per month. Yeah. One to 2,000 US, approximately. Like 1,200, not 2,000. Oh, 1,200. Like... Yes. 12, well, oh, sorry, wow. Yeah, 12, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's very low for, especially for a PhD. Exactly. And, oh. and then, for instance, in somewhere like Amsterdam, you can be paid like, um, 2800 for instance for mm. some or maybe 2200 to 2800 i was paid around that when i was a research assistant and this is just to say like the difference yeah. also of north europe south europe and and the possibility when i moved into a place like like amsterdam something opened up i was able to save up money to go traveling and i had several jobs as well and you know i started to see as i started to travel and i also went to australia yeah. and i could see how everyone was so like amazingly 
paid whereas like in spain it's like there is a lot of like scarcity because honestly the government and the pay uh, it's really like um keeping people down and keeping yeah. people like small yeah yeah wow so the traveling and going to school you know in Amsterdam definitely opened up your eyes to realize wait people are making all kinds of salaries and anything's really possible um yes. and do you feel like that helps you in your business too because you probably work with people from not just Spain but all over the world 100% yes I I work and that was one of the th big things right like because I could I love speaking English and since I moved abroad English became really like my second language but it became the language where I was feeling comfortable communicating and, and doing my business so mainly right now I'm working with people all over the world but yes I feel like Amazing. this is just setting uh, the stage for the people here to what's possible to do because mm -hmm. I see friends of mine I have a good friend of mine that she was studying in Berlin and she had a good uh, she finished her PhD and she had a good salary and then she came back now here and she's going through like this scarcity loops of like feeling like oh my god like like she's following in this scarcity because it's like oh my god now I don't even reach like 2000 euros per month mm. whereas before i was earning plus you know and and definitely you can see that people here are striving and not like you know trying to yeah. you know to make means like hustling yeah yes. yeah yes. struggling hustling struggling yeah yeah um uh, yeah that's and that does something even just on the subconscious level when you see nothing but hustle around you and it's like, whoa, wait, should I be doing that? Am I doing enough? Am I working hard enough? Do I deserve this money? Right. I'm sure all yes. of those stories come in. So I love that you're talking about that because that's such a deep one for me. Like, uh, you know, when you're going and growing your business, you have to do a lot of yeah. money reprogramming, especially if you're coming yeah. from this background. Right. And mm -hmm. one of the big <laughs> ones for me is like money equals sacrifice. Yeah like mm -hmm. money is tainted with like sweat blood like sacrifice if i take this much money from people i'm taking and i'm enabling the sacrifice mm -hmm. so that's a big one for me to feel guilty of like asking what i do believe my journeys and the transformations i provide for clients are for it comes yes. sometimes with the guilt of owning that you know, level of wealth as well and mm -hmm. claiming that as a way of liberation for me and for the people that are going to be impacted by by my work and the work that comes with it, right? The expansion that we are all going through as when you say yes to yourself, joining an offer yeah. and you invest 3K, it's like, oh my God, like I'm going all in and it's magical, right? But it's yes. it's a journey. Exactly. I love that you said that the money is liberation for you, for your work and for them, because it's so true. It is in it is in service to your people sometimes to charge high end or even like not even high end, but to to have them be fully behind what they're doing, um, because sometimes our guilt can allow like not allow us, but can kind of make us want to charge really, really little or charge nothing. And I've done the really, really cheap offers or the free offers. And the results are so different when someone is in a higher, you know, at least like 
$500, $1,000, a couple thousand dollar program versus like something super, super cheap or free. Um, so it is in service to them too. And it is a liberation to them too. And we know <laughs> money invested in yourself comes back tenfold and so many other benefits ROI, but I get what you're saying about the guilt and yeah, all the subconscious messages that you must be healing from and working through, but it's beautiful. Keep doing it. I'm sure your work too, in the sensuality and the embodiment is probably helpful for you in healing all of this. Would you say? Yes, thank you for saying that. Yes, because that's such a key aspect. And I just I just want to say before we, we dive into that, I want to say that uh, I was a yoga teacher doing classes on donation as well. And that was exactly a year ago. So it was not long ago, March 2021. I was offering online classes for free or on donation. Oh. So that yeah, so it's been a whole like year in the making on calibration to financial yeah. freedom and liberation. <laughs> but I know because you want to give it to everyone, right? But mm -hmm. it is when you have someone and when you commit fully, uh, sometimes even a five figure investment into business coaching, which I know that you invest in yourself and I have as well, right? And, and saying yes mm -hmm. to this declaration is so potent. And now I no longer feel called to offer like, you know, things on donation. Instead, I offer a lot of free content, free value exactly. to impact as many people and then have the paid experiences. And the paid exactly. experiences range from things of $200 to working one-on-one, -on -one, which is a five-figure investment. So it goes, yes. you know, through the, the depth of the access that people can have to you and, you know, the impact and, and claiming that this is what is required, you know, in, in terms of like, the transformation towards that liberation it's almost like you're buying a ticket to that in a mm -hmm. way because i feel like it really is it's a reclamation when you invest in yourself and yes yeah <laughs> and, sorry um, go ahead yeah no like like <laughs> so i love the, i love this conversation i'm so grateful to be here yeah i hope that you that they are listening i hope that you're also enjoying mm, this so um good. I want to bridge this into the journey with pleasure because this actually has been uh, I like the key for me the liberation of money reprogramming through pleasure this is something mm. I'm so passionate I'm actually running an, a course in May on this because it's changed the way I magnetize clients and I open up to receptivity because our pleasure has also been repressed uh, mm -hmm. especially as women or womb carriers, we have a lot of emotions that are stored in our womb space and also ancestral trauma and the gifts as well, but also the trauma. And mm -hmm. whenever we do practices to resensitize, meaning, you know, to really do somatic work, pressure point release, and, you know, really connecting and breathing and feeling into the numbness that we carry for mm. many years, for all the times that we said yes, when we wanted to say no, or all the times that we felt like, you know, we couldn't speak our voices and we felt like our womb space, our power center didn't have a, a like, sovereignty and yeah. therefore we disconnected and our nervous system didn't feel safe so when we work in allowing for the nervous system to feel safety through pleasure 
we awaken to the receptivity that we are worthy of all and that includes mm-hmm. financial abundance as well oh that's so beautiful i love that so much um that i'm going to talk to you about something after this that reminds me of something yeah. else but i love that you brought up ancestors too because I feel like we are doing this work and we are breaking this mold for ourselves, but also for them, for the ancestors that came before us. And um, in in my culture too, we say like, heal it for the seven generations that came before you and the seven generations coming after you. Um, And I've sat with ancestors in meditation and what I've heard is like, like live the life that we didn't have the chance to like that you are the person that your ancestors have been praying for and they are just like rooting you on every win that you have is their win as well and then also you're going to be such a permission giver for so many people to come so many people in your life even just now that are like what she's you know a Catalan woman and she's making that much in her business and it's all about pleasure and what like what I just got (laughs) chills because this is like huge and you're just breaking all the cycles and paving the way at the same time and it's oh it's so good wow (laughs) literally I got chills tears uh, emotions because it really it it really it really goes deep inside of our blood like we carry the blood of our ancestors and this is something i i really work with the with the women i work with is that we are not doing this only for us we're doing Mm -hmm. this on behalf of all the ancestors that couldn't do these things on behalf of all the women that were burned at the stake that were called witches because they Mm -hmm. were medicine women and this runs so deep and this is really like the reclamation of this liberation that no matter where you're coming from, no matter the gender as well, it's not only just for women, right? Everyone is included in this liberation of our mm-hmm. society to, to a new humanity, to a humanity that feels free, to that it feels free to be in the sensuality, in the pleasure, in the abundance that, you know, that we are all expressing our souls purpose because this is what we came here to do to express creator through us and yes yeah uh, yes yes so much yes <laughs> that's all I can say oh my god <laughs> I got chills again as oh. we're talking yes um yeah it's so true and that's that's the antidote or the remedy to the guilt is like well hello it's not just about me <laughs> it's actually you know it's for so many such such a bigger purpose um and the work you're doing is freaking incredible it's so needed for all people of all backgrounds um unlocking your pleasure and tapping into your sensuality and reclaiming that it's uh, reclaiming your sovereignty it's so huge so massive and it's going to be a big part of the shift that this world needs so Thank you for doing that amazing work. And speaking of your work, can you let people know before we wrap up how they can connect with you, work with you, give us all the things? Oh, yes, thank you. And thank you for your beautiful, kind words, because um, this is a liberation. This is a reclamation. And as we feel worthy of our pleasure, 
we say yes to everything that life has in store for us. So, uh, you know, and sometimes we just need to start slowly moisturizing ourselves with love, bringing love into our relationship and worshiping our partners as a divine being and finding that sacredness of the union and the commitment. And I feel like all of this is shifting everything. So, um, yeah, thank you for, yes. for everything. Yeah. Wow. Thank you <laughs> yes. for that. <laughs> yes. Yes. And um, in case, uh, you know, what I do and what I work uh, at this moment in time, I'm focusing on working with women. And I have this program called Mystic Priestess Awakening. And we go through the different layers of the feminine wound. And um, this is uh, actually, I'm finishing this uh, in in May, but I'm running programs on pleasure currently. Uh, at this this week, I'm running a program in called Radiance, which is about the ancestral practice of the Jade Egg. And the Jade Egg is a, uh, like a practice that was fourth century BC in ancient China. And it was used in the temples and it was a secret practice. And when you start to uh, strengthening your pelvic floor muscles, your energy can get recirculated in your body and you can encode your aura with worthiness and magnetism and mm -hmm. this uh, uh, vitality. And, you know, if you feel dull, you feel like you're not, you know, uh, you know, alive this is a, a great practice for instance and wow. uh, yeah this is something I, i'm teaching this week and the next month i'm teaching pleasure codes which is going to be a journey of exploring pleasure Ooh. and manifestation yes so it's for yeah. entrepreneurs yes and it is the journey that i've taken myself through to manifest amazing clients and before going into client calls doing pleasure practices and opening my field up to receptivity so that the universe the universe always wants to provide so i've opened myself and my field to receptivity before important things so that i am out of the way and i can be a channel for what it's meant to be received and and given so uh this is something i'm gonna be teaching in may in pleasure codes and uh yeah if you'd like to you know i'm always for conversation if this is too edgy for you uh you know that's okay uh there's so much free content i share in on my instagram and you can find me at anna with one n underscore gasol like g-a-s-o-l like gasoline <laughs> and um <laughs> Yes, I always say that. And uh, <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of like uh, things that I teach, for instance, Yoni steaming, which is a very magical ancestral practice mm. in many different cultures for womb health. I talk a lot about cyclical living and, you know, um, this is also in the course of like the Mystic Priestess Awakening. I teach all of that and how to process emotions as well. So, uh, you know, it's not only about pleasure, but right now it's going towards pleasure. If you feel like excited and, you know, uh, definitely reach out. I'm always into conversation. And yeah, thank you for having me here and yeah. inviting me to talk about these topics. Amazing. Yeah, oh, so much exciting, so many exciting things going on and yeah, just get in Anna's world, even her free, I've been to your free uh, meditations, and you did a live video for our Facebook group, The Soul's Way, and they're always so value-packed, you always give so much and share so much, so even just soaking up your many free resources that are already out there, I know people will get so much out of, but I hope that those of you listening who are like, oh, this is resonating, this is speaking to me, that you'll look into Anna's programs as well, because she is incredible. And we love supporting our beautiful soul sisters all around the world. So 
Thank you again, Anna, for being here, for sharing this, for being willing to do this um, conversation. I know it can be like an uncomfortable topic, but you just, no hesitation, you joined right in. You've been so supportive of my work in this area from the get-go. So thank you again. Thank you. And thanks for this conversation. Thank you. Thank you for having me here. And thank you for doing this work because it's not easy mm -hmm. to be the spokesperson for like uh you know your culture it's definitely mm -hmm. like it's not when no <laughs> i know it and you're doing such a great job and and this is helping and impacting so many people and I, I know it and and if you're listening and maybe you you don't experience this in your culture uh just get curious and ask people around you mm -hmm. you know and and know the possibility that it doesn't matter when where you're coming from there is limitless possibilities so mm -hmm. big dream big and uh, yeah that's the the everything is possible and you can start yes. from scratch i started my business last year when i had 200 euros in my account and it it just everything is possible everything is possible uh, thank I you i love that what a beautiful <laughs> note to end on thank you anna thank you beautiful Thanks again so much for listening. The best way you can thank a podcaster, if you got any value from this episode at all, or it helped you in any way, the best way to thank a podcaster is to share, take a screenshot, tag me on Instagram at Emily Ann Brandt, send it to a friend and let me know your thoughts. I cannot wait to connect with you. Come hang out with me on Instagram at Emily Ann Brandt or join the Facebook group, The Soul's Way. Thanks again for being here. Cheers to your magic.